As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen. I'm never quitting on my mission. I'ma roll with what I'm giving. Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions. Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment you're stressing, but you're gonna be counting blessings. And I know that for certain. Keep on working, open curtains, haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version. Whoa. I'm never gonna give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up. You're listening to the Tom Thickman Show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We're starting not a little late, but uh, normally we'll start around 10. But th- things happen, and glad that you're you're hanging in there and going to join us for the next 38 or 40 minutes. I have the pleasure of being with the with the founder of Black New Haven. That's right, the founder, not the foundress, but the but the but the founder <laughs> of Black New Haven, Ratasha Smith. And Ratasha is going to tell us. Uh, uh, really about what is Black New Haven all about, what's to come, the state of black philanthropy, and also how it, all that kind of our giving nature, our, our giving DNA kind of connects with the millennial perspective and, and not to exclude AARP people such as myself, <laughs> but you'll, you'll take our money, right? Yeah. But uh, it's, 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 it's focusing on where, where our future is going. And again, the millennials and, and uh, Gen X's and others, it's really their, 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 their world. And uh, I'm really so pleased here on the Tom Ficklin Show to be chatting with Ratasha um, about the future, but also about the present, and how does how does your your personal investment, the investment of your time, your money, and your resources, how is it multiplied? How is it uh, uh, how is it generated? How is it regenerated? And what is your particular res- responsibility in that regard? So, R- Ratasha, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, dear. It's really such such a great uh, opportunity to kind of chat with you. What the uh, for for radio, people come in and come out and don't always listen all the, for the total 38 minutes, although that, that's their loss. But we're, what are we going to cover this morning? So this morning, I really want to introduce Black NHV to New Haven. It's also, I want to talk about a little bit about the state of Black philanthropy and not only just Black philanthropy in general, but kind of from the millennial perspective and what millennials, um, Black millennials are doing within philanthropy. Um, it's I, I don't think it's all something we discuss often enough, and I I would love to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start being more vocal about okay. it. It's something that's important to me. That um, since my time at the foundation, I've that's right. I've you really, work you work at the community yeah, foundation I, I for Greater New Haven. Yeah, I work at the foundation for Greater New Haven as a communications officer. And there's so many issues that come across my desk on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard not to want to get involved, especially in this yes. political climate. Indeed. Um, a lot of people might have felt. Now, don't don't give people don't give them everything right now. Yes, what what, are the, what are the, the other topics we're going because we want to tease them so that yes. they'll stay around for for thirty eight minutes. Stay around for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So just black philanthropy and black NHV mostly in general, and I'm sure we'll stem off to other conversations. Okay. All right. So 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 continue. You're you're the founder of Black New Haven, and I love saying that because we hear a lot about oh these 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 are, are are almost in my mind metaphors startups and innovation and creativity but just let's just, just get things done just just, just yes. begin so whatever label you but but founder really has that kind of a it's an established term and I, and I love that so the founder of black new haven tell us about that i'm humbled by that word um well black new haven recently just started um for months for months i had been figuring out where is my place um i wanted to do something at the time i, I didn't know what i wanted to do um, but again, so many things come across my desk and I wanted to get involved. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm from New Haven. Mm-hmm. My friends and family are in New Haven and they're struggling. Yes, It's so many issues they're facing. And I really think being placed at the Community Foundation for Greater New Haven was a blessing. I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm there for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. it goes beyond my day job as a communications officer 
because uh, like I've told them time and time again, when I go home, I go home to a different world. Mm -hmm. I live in Beaver Hills or mm -hmm. more affectionately known as the Trey. Uh -huh. And, you know, they're struggling. There's mm -hmm. hopelessness. And when you get to a different level, which I've just started my career, mm -hmm. I'm not making that much money right. or that I'm, I'm doing okay for myself okay. as a 29 mm -hmm. year old young woman, but there should be more people with me mm -hmm. and it, it gets lonely here. So I really want to maybe, I don't, I don't want to be like cliche and say a voice to the voiceless, but I think I'm in a unique opportunity to connect. People. That's a really good point. But help, help me to focus a little bit because again, I, as you may know, you, you mentioned your age. I'm not going to <laughs> mention my age, but it might be one or two moons that beyond yours and maybe a galaxy of moons. Uh, but for for the AARP generation and and others, but how is Black New Haven focused on, if not alle alleviating that total complex issue you mentioned, but addressing some of it? Well, Black NHV aims to create kind of an altruistic culture within New Haven's Black community. Mm -hmm. Altruism is just caring about your fellow man. Mm -hmm. So when you hear giving, you always think money, but it's Black NHV isn't about just giving money. While I do have a fund and it needs money to support African-American organizations that are either black-led or black-serving at 50% or more, that's the lang fun language of my fund. Mm -hmm. yes. That's A fund is long-term. Yes. I wanted to do things now. I just want to create a kind of a giving culture, whether it's giving time, whether it's giving money, just to do something. And it kind of all helps that. We all put the work in. We can all kind of rise up together, just help support one another in our different endeavors. Tremendous. Again, you're listening, listening to the Tom Ficklin Show and Ratasha Smith is with us. Ratasha, if, if someone uh, has just parked at their place of work and have to go in the elevator and, and so they can't maybe listen to the show before they do that, how can they reach out to you to kind of get further information? Oh, please log on to facebook.com slash black NHV. Again, facebook.com slash black NHV. I share different events that is going on within the black community that affects the black community. And it's also, there's also a donation button if you're interested in the black NHV as a fund. Good. So the, the black new Haven, I, I guess love is like, Black New Haven, Black New Haven, I love that. Uh, in terms of the money, where would, because, you know, someone literally could be listening, and uh, who knows, the, the spirit moves in a variety of ways, sometimes mysterious, sometimes objective, sometimes conscious or unconscious. So how could, if someone is so moved to kind of, oh, make a financial investment in the Black um the Black New Haven Fund. How would they go about that? Well, you can also you can log into the Facebook page and donate. Um, that goes through the Community Foundation for Greater New Haven. Mm -hmm. My fund is a, actually a build a fund, which allows uh -huh. me five years to raise the mandatory ten thousand dollars to be endowed, which is kind of like invested, mm -hmm. which it, the money would grow, and then I would be able to grant out to nonprofits that I've specified in my fund agreement. So right now, it's basically fundraising for that. I was going to do it online mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. originally and just fundraise before I even brought it to the foundation. Earlier, we spoke, spoke of Leon Bailey. Yes. And he was like, go ahead and sign go the ahead and do it now. Yes. fund agreement. Shout out um, to Leon. Mm -hmm. Yes. I started um, fundraising and within 24 hours, I raised about $500. Mm -hmm. And it was it was really humbling and overwhelming for me just to see support from, you know, it's people in passing yes. or some strangers that believed in what I was doing mm -hmm. and i hadn't e i was kind of still um designing the bike as i rode it <laughs> okay all right I, I all right still, but it, it was it was like it i got so super no longer emotional tri no longer tricycle you, <laughs> you all right and it and i was like well i'm moved to keep keep working um, isn't that something yeah i was i'm i'm so proud of new haven for helping me i'm just proud to be here yes and 
just the support. It was it was it was amazing. It got me super emotional. <laughs> well, uh, again, you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show. Ratasha Smith is with us. Ratasha, you referenced that we're talking about the Black New Haven, and she's the founder of Black New Haven. You referenced your growing up in the area, and one I'm not sure if people can feel as I can right now your your sense of if not loyalty, affinity, interest, passion of being at this place at this time in Little Old New Haven. Tell us about why why that why you're so stimulated in that regard. Funny, on Facebook um, last night, I wrote four years ago, I was working at McDonald's as a cashier. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been on social services. I I have a a six-year-old now, and I wasn't always here. I've only been at this job for a year and a half. So I've been on the other side of the road, Mm -hmm. and I've needed resources, and I've needed help. And I think it's important now that I've got kind of to the other side. Mm -hmm. I'm still new. I'm Mm -hmm. still, you know, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. got my foot in the door. It's important to me to give back. I've been on that side, mm-hmm. a person need help. So again, Black and HV, I think it celebrates Black faces and Black spaces. Um, it celebrates those who are doing well, but it also connects resources. So if I see that there's a clothing drive here, mm-hmm. if it, the nonprofit might need volunteers for that mm-hmm. clothing drive, or someone might need clothing or a coat mm-hmm. or something like that, it's important for me to, I, I feel like we have so many things going on, so many different services, but I'm not necessarily sure if the people that need those services most know mm-hmm. about all of those services. Did, 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 did you consult with Mr. G- with Will Ginsburg before coming over here? That sounds like him. That sounds like <laughs> oh, him. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> shout, shout out to shout, Will. Shout out to Will. Uh, um, no, so, actually. So people, so people could, so they can go to the Facebook page. Yes. And if I have some coats to give or there's an event that I know of, what should I do? You just inbox me and I'll promote it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm building my Facebook following, but my um, fi- Facebook following on my regular as Ratasha Smith is okay. But again, mm-hmm. I'm still meeting different people. Mm-hmm. It's important to me to collaborate. Um, I think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so many different programs coming on, coming yes. Yes. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it's, it's good to work together. I mean, that's the whole idea sure. of, you know, what it, what black NHV is all about. And it's like, again, it's not about the money. You can donate through me, donate directly, donate through a foundation. I don't, I really don't care how mm-hmm. you donate as long as you are giving back in some way. Sure, sure. That's the whole idea. W- was there it. one, again, you're listening to Tom Ficklin, Sean Ratasha Smith is, is with us, uh, Black NHV, and you, you referenced the kind of the, uh, uh, the, the increasing awareness of what, how you reached this tipping point. But was there one incident that really kind of sparked for you that, uh, Ratasha, I got to do this. Ratasha, I got to do this. I got to start. Got to start. Well, I had been pondering this idea of, again, where my place was. Mm-hmm. And then I we had a, a Progressive Latino event. Mm-hmm. And there were so many wonderful, beautiful Latino people in this event. They were raising money for uh, Puerto Rico and for Mexico. Mm-hmm. And with so much power in this room. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my coworker. I said, we could be doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... The next week, I launched it. <laughs> see, see, and I love that. And, and thanks for sharing that because there could be those listening, and like, I guess as a disclaimer, that feeling that that they are they are doing and accomplishing things, and and perhaps New Haven is not uh, as as dire as you might have you might have uh, characterized it. But regardless of your perception today, it can always get better. Yes, it could. It could always get, even if you think that we are the best things in sliced bread, we can still kind of oh. create a bakery, start you know, yes. cut some wheat. Kind and of shout thing. out to all the organ. We have mm-hmm. so many nonprofits, so many black led nonprofits, so many organizations. Again, you've talked to me about the Prosperity Fund. They're doing great work, mm-hmm. and you know they're statewide. We have different organizations around Connecticut. The um, Hartford Foundation has the Giving Circle. Mm-hmm. I believe the Fairfield, Fairfield County has a Giving mm-hmm. Circle. You know, and giving back is actually 
in our foundation as African-Americans. Mm. Again, I think I told you earlier, we give away 25% mm. more of our wealth mm. than our white counterparts. Mm. We give to our sororities, we give to politicians, we give to our church. That, this is something that's true. we've Every been, Sunday, do, yeah. been doing yeah. for, you know, since the beginning of time, or I guess, um, but <laughs> Yeah, so it's just more so increasing the visibility and maybe the sense of collaboration. Yes. I think Black and Indian Feet is going to be a more of a social media driven kind of thing because that's just where our where we are right now, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's younger and it's just younger feel. And I'm really led by collaboration sure. and again social media. That's important to me. Let, let, let's transition into that younger feel. It pains me to think that I'm not as young as I once was, but I guess <laughs> I got to accept my reality and and not be sobered by it. But let's talk about the millennials and the, and the, the younger generation and, and how you see and how the connection with, for black and HV uh, with, with, uh, with the younger people, millennials and others. I, mm -hmm. Really before I got into it, I actually saw um, young black and giving back. And that's something I believe it's out of DC. And I've actually reached out to the young lady that um, started that. Young and she, black and giving back. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she's reached out. She reached out, said we could have, uh, um, we can have an email exchange and I really liked what she was doing. I wanted to pick her brain about, you know, how I can bring that to Black NHV or collaborate. I don't know if she's really open to that at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just a random, you know, connection. But I like what we're doing. And it seems to be this space or this need for Black millennials that mm -hmm. want to give back. Millennials in general want to give back. And I think different foundations and different organizations mm. are trying to mm. figure out how to tap mm. into the millennial mm. market. And I've, I've read a couple articles and did a little research on that. And they say we're really millennials as a whole are moved by social change. Mm. And we, we want to see where our, justice, yes, yes. And we want to see where our dollars are going. So if people can paint that picture, more of a picture of where our money would be going or how our efforts um, actually help people, we're willing to give back. I, I always tell the story at the foundation that we, Millennials donate. It was simple. Um, with Bernie Sanders, um, yes. I got an email that said, "Hey, donate two dollars and seventy cents right now." I said, "Hey, what's two dollars and seventy cents?" And I donate that. And we know how impactful that was to Bernie Sanders and how much money mm -hmm. he raised with that twenty-seven dollar, mm -hmm. you know, campaign contributions. And I believe we will donate. I, we just have to market towards millennials. We have to learn about different technologies we're using, whether it's like Snapchat. I've tried mm -hmm. to introduce or Facebook and stuff like he that. Use Twitter, Twitter, yeah, as well. and Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think Donald Trump is reviving Twitter. I thought it was dying, but I guess not. Um, and just the different social. We we communicate differently. Mm -hmm. And how do you define? But I mean, keep on going. But in terms of your general, your broad definition of millennials, what it might be starting from from when to when? Uh, well, they say I at the foundation we define it. I believe it ends at 1989. So mm -hmm. I myself barely made it at uh -huh. cause I was born in 88. Just get it. Yeah, just get it. Um, and I think it's somewhere between 75 and 89. Mm -hmm. But I have a, a debate with my coworkers that are younger than me that were born in 1993. They also consider themselves millennials. So, so the term has been adopted. Yes. And even if you might not fit into the original. Uh, 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 definition. They still feel that there's some characteristics. So yes, tell 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 the old crew such as myself again. What are some of those characteristics of a what what a millennial is interested in or does? I, well, I mean, they certainly do things that I don't do. But you get my drift. Yes, we what, have what a distinguish, lot what distinguish, of stereotypes as say lazy, distracted, and things like that. And to me, it's really important to fight against that narrative. Uh -huh. Narrative we. We work differently. We're not lazy. We work differently. Mm -hmm. No, we may not read books anymore, but I read a lot. Yes, mm -hmm. most of my 
reading maybe stemmed from what comes down my Facebook mm-hmm. timeline, but I'm reading all the time. We're learning so much. I think we're moved and we're a different kind of generation that we have ideas and we're ready to speak up. We've, we're empowered. It's not, they like to say we feel entitled. And I, I don't, I think, I don't think so. I think we work more efficiently. We work uh-huh. differently. We use the social, the, you call me lazy. No, here, no, no they call I'm, us I'm lazy. Curious, I, I, no, I think no, you're trying to no. flip the script here I a little bit. I think baby boomers were a hard working generation. <laughs> okay. well, very labor well, intensive. Well said, well said. Yes. Luckily we have technology <laughs> <Nice> now. <comeback. laughs> yes. We have technology now and we take, I think we take full advantage of that technology and the use of that. I think we're learning as we go, but we're not lazy and, I think we want to help out. I think, and we're you were here on time. Let the record show yes, you. Yes, and on I was time. on time. And so, so black H, black black uh, NHV connected with social justice, social change. Yes, it's well, it's, it's everything. It's kind of a catch-all anywhere that I, we can help with progressing black people in New Haven. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of it. Okay, and that's important to me. Um, whether any across the spectrum, it's it's not focused in that way. It it probably would be better if I could focus it in that way, but I don't know if I want to. Well, and so. the baby, you're, you're you're not necessarily in the embryonic stage, but yeah. you're just emerging. It's new. Kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I want I want it to be the the fundraising and stuff like that. That's important. That gets us moving. But actually, my fund isn't actually fundraise for the activities I want to do, mm. <laughs> and I think that's what Leon gets on me about. Mm-hmm. It's like. That goes to nonprofits once it gets there. Anything I'm doing, like my event this Saturday, is coming out of my pocket. But that's fine because I oh, you slipped some, in an event on sorry, Saturday. Yes, Slip. that was cute. That was that was that was that was that was tricky. <laughs> I like that. No, so I am what? What are, are you doing? Anything on Saturday? Yes. Oh, what have, are you doing? It's called Warm Up New Haven. It's um a partnership with Jesse's Homeless Outreach Project, mm-hmm. and we'll be collecting scarves, sa- socks, hats, and gloves. Um, for the homeless on Saturday at the New Haven Free Public Library from noon to three. Okay. And I'm really so folks excited. Just, dro- just drop off. You're just asking. Yes, for it's just a drop off. It's not anything major, but it will be impactful. Mm-hmm. And your partner again is Jesse. Um, Jesse Hardy of mm-hmm. Jesse's um, Homeless Outreach Project. I actually. Spoke- That's a perfect example t- in terms of the the collaboration and this and building on the synergy and helping with the marketing and media and publications as well. Yes, I'm. I'm super. I, I don't see me doing anything completely by myself. Mm-hmm. I think in Black NHV will be powered by collaboration. Mm-hmm. Any mm-hmm. organization that wants to sit down and wants to get to work, I'm all about getting to work. I mm-hmm. always tell people, don't come to me with an idea if you're not ready to get mm. to work. And it, I'm mm. very serious about that. And I sat, I had a phone call with Jesse. I've seen his work before. He always, I used to um, write for the inner city newspaper mm-hmm. and still do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I have he, some, some familiarity with the paper, yes, but, but, but you you know, know. decades ago, shout so. out to Babs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and, covered and Babs predecessors. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, um, I covered his, one of his events. Mm-hmm. So we've always kind of kept that relationship. He's Good. always been really great and great at promoting and does awesome awesome work good good and i'm excited to work with him and he helped me narrow my event down good this um i'm going to come back to the event again because i want you to repeat that but this is the tom ficklin show and ratasha smith is is with us and she mentioned this event on saturday pertains to uh oh some uh, one concern and issue and dilemma that homeless people have why and did you go to high school here yes i went to common ground so you went to common ground and southern as well yes um and have family roots here. What's caused the us uh, still to have to have a Jesse? And this is kind of a macro philosophical question: to have to, the need to have a Jesse event on Saturday. Why? Why do we still have this homeless situation? One of the you know richest kind of states of the 
I don't know. You really have. Well, from your millennial perspective, what's what's your perception? I don't. I think we have to tackle the mental illness Mm. aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I know that's a hot button issue, but right now with the state budget cuts we just have, I don't know if we're gonna. It's gonna get any better. It might get Mm. worse. Unfortunately, I don't know if you look downtown. Like I, it's sad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's and being sad in terms of being that we're in the wealthiest one of the wealthiest countries and there's people that need socks or need gloves yes. during the yeah, winter. Yeah, the, the, the basics, yes. Yeah, and and I, I don't see how that's still an issue. I mean, mm-hmm. it might always be in some aspect, but it, it, it's a shame that it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really like Jesse's work and what he does. I originally wanted to do a coat drive and mm-hmm. he helped me narrow. He said, you know what homeless people need most? Socks. There's a million coat drives sure. all over the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have socks. Mm. And that's, it's, it's it's something we we probably take for granted, take for granted who, who yes. thinks about that and it's like well let's get to work so here we are <laughs> <laughs> uh down there in terms of 2018 what's what's kind of percolating in your mind uh, in this from an event standpoint or collaboration standpoint um, or issue standpoint people ask me oh are you gonna make it a non-profit and i don't think black and hv is going to turn into a non-profit i like keeping it connected to the community foundation mm-hmm. i like it as an initiative but originally my issue I also focus on other than just work in the African-American community is bringing millennials to the forefront. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of programs for younger children Mm. and there's a lot of programs for elderly, but because um, that maybe 18 to 35 age group is able-bodied, they kind of get ignored because they're Mm -hmm. able-bodied. I think there's some misguidance maybe i think as african americans we don't think we have some of us don't think we have privilege when you think of privilege you you hear white privilege Mm -hmm. and as an african-american that's college educated my my family's college educated that's my privilege Mm -hmm. and i've been taught how to say go to an interview and how to dress for that i've been taught etiquette how to network and i think for 2018 i'd really like to tackle that issue just getting people prepared for the workforce or if they want to go back to school mm-hmm. teaching them how to navigate that road teaching mm-hmm. them how to network i really want to focus in on millennial issues because mm. i don't i don't i don't think people pay attention enough mm. to that mm. and we're mm. burdened by student loans mm. and all other kinds of things mm. and i want to tackle that when you go and I, I appreciate your sharing that just as a, a possible follow-up when you go to an event and you see old heads there and, and you see the absence yeah. of, of millennials. What does that say to you or how do you feel? One, they didn't know about the event, which mm-hmm. it, it sucks, or they don't feel comfortable at the event. You know, networking is hard. When mm-hmm. I first started networking, I, my cousin, um, I, I had to, I was writing for the inner city paper for my first, my first story was um, an economic development story about what was it? Live, work, play, mm-hmm. what they were going to do mm-hmm. to the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't mm-hmm. ready to network. I had, you know, learned to interview through school yes but it's different when you're out there and having to promote yourself and you have to know what you have to offer and share that with other people and get them to believe into what you're doing and that's intimidating it's Mm. really intimidating and if if you don't learn that you there's a lot of missed opportunities Mm -hmm. college gets you in the door Mm -hmm. but i think networking gets you staying there and gets you progressing paraphrase networking for me 
meeting different people, seeing mm-hmm. how you can collaborate, seeing what you can do for them or how they can work with you and moving things forward, mm-hmm. whether it's your own personal goals or whether it's philanthropic goals, mm-hmm. career-wise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a main part. And New Haven is a great city to do that. Again, I told you, everyone is so accessible. Like, I can mm-hmm. literally walk up to the mayor. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an awesome and you, opportunity. And you, and you can see her in 2040 yeah. or 30 minutes. She'll be coming in here yes. for her 11 o'clock. Is it, Harry, by the way, is, is Mayor Harp coming in today? Do you know? Yeah, so Mayor, Mayor Harp will be here today. Yes. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of people don't feel empowered to do that. And I... Everyone has something to market. You just have to figure out mm-hmm. what it is. And I think it's important to tap into that and help people with that. Hmm. Uh, you listen to the, I was just kind of, I forget that we're, we're live. Right? <laughs> I was, I wanted to kind of take in and, and have it seep in with what you, what you said, because it's so personally fulfilling for me to kind of talk to a millennial person, yeah. you know, without having a glass in my hand or a lot of noise <laughs> in the background. Um, that, that, that's, re- that's, re- that's really, really important. Does the fact that we're again you're listening to the Tom Ficklin show and Ratasha Smith is here. Ratasha again, uh, Black Black NHV is what? It's a giving initiative that aims to create an altruistic culture within New Haven's Black community. Okay. So give okay. back whether it's money, time, just give something, and we'll all rise together. Mm-hmm. Is that and that that philosophy of uh, and we, again we have Kwanzaa coming up in the, in a few weeks and there's the, the, the various seven principles we know about you know, giving and uh, sharing, and there's a lot of biblical statements in that regard. There's things in the Quran, there's wisdom texts that talk about that you really get back. What, what, as much as you give, you'll get back and even in multi, multifold. So is that something that's been ingrained in you, or do you believe it from an ideological standpoint, from a from a psychological standpoint, from a personality standpoint? Well, the word altruism was introduced to me actually in my philosophy class, mm-hmm. and when we discussed it more, I was like, why don't we adopt this? Like, why isn't mm-hmm. this something? And I know we live in a capital, capitalistic society, which is unfortunate because maybe if we did all work together more and cared about our others, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be in the space we are in. And I would, I would love to promote that idea mm-hmm. more. I, I may not be able to do it nationally. I'm not there yet, but at least I can promote it within my community, yes. the black community right now, especially we, we need it. I, I just talking stats. We have, you know, our white counterparts have seven times more of the wealth mm-hmm. than we have. And again, we give 20 per, we still give 25% more than our white counterparts to different charities and organizations and things like that. So it's there, but I also think it's kind of targeted again with sororities and churches and politicians and different things like that. But it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, mm-hmm. There's so many organizations mm-hmm. here and uh, some of them are struggling and they've proven themselves Time and time again, and it's things like um, Raymond Wallace. He does mm-hmm. um, like guns down books up mm-hmm. every year. Has to ask for donations and things like that. He's proven himself mm-hmm. year after year mm-hmm. after year. You would think right now he would be getting funding. Um, again, Jesse. He does his events mm-hmm. every year, and mm-hmm. you know you have to ask mm-hmm. for donation. I think mm-hmm. it's to a point where these people and people like them should it should be automatic. Mm-hmm. People should be mm-hmm. handing them dollars mm-hmm. all the time. Because they've mm. proven themselves, mm. and uh, it goes for the nonprofits too. Um, I recently met through the foundation, Dr. Shaka Felder, and I, mm-hmm. I really love her. I really, really do. And she's higher a great, heights, right? yes, mm-hmm. higher heights. She has a great program. Been doing it for thirteen years. And you know, everyone needs funding, mm-hmm. and 
why can't we support our own? Again, you can give through Black NHV, and that's the that's the idea to give to those different five hundred one c three organizations. But it's 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 not that's not important. That's secondary. It's just to give back, support our organizations, mm. and overall, if we support our organizations, mm. it will support us as a whole. Mm-hmm. Everyone that might be struggling, you might know those organizations help support them and help lift them up. You know, if you're in a if you're in a position to give back or not financially, again, it's not financial. If you may not have any money, mm-hmm. you might have some time. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Go help Jesse time, out. Time and mentorship, and yeah, counseling and anything. Uh, we used to use the term years ago pen, pen, pen pals but with the again the social media thing you can connect with young young folks and kind of be in touch with them i i'm i'm uh, really blessed in my mind to have a significant number of uh millennials as facebook friends <laughs> and it, it is part of a i shouldn't use the word stalking that's a bad term to use these <laughs> days i might not be fired from this show as soon as i leave her for harassing you but uh it does give you an insight to cut when you once you connect with uh, what's going on um it, it does get, it does help to expand my horizons because you can't get locked into your own kind of category of, of seeing things. Yeah. And so it's very helpful to kind of see what young people are involved with and doing. Uh, if I said Becky, what would Becky, and I'll tell you why my mind goes there. That Beyonce uses the term Becky. Yes, with the good hair. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> so someone used some millennial used the term Becky in the email with me, and I didn't have a clue about what I knew it represented something. So, yeah, I wouldn't go around using that so frivolous, frivolously. Pardon. Um, but yeah, I think it just means our like white counterparts that okay. the, the average, you know, white girl you might think of. It's a generalization of, mm-hmm. you know, white people. Which is, it can be offensive. I'm weird about mm-hmm. terms like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, okay. Beyonce, she had her own personal problems on that album as we're finding out as Jay-Z speaks out. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so what you've just referenced in terms of, in my mind, Jay-Z and Beyonce, we are, we are, it seems in a, in a transparent world, or at least people are feeling more and more increasingly comfortable in sharing their warts as well as their strengths, as well as their needs. And I see Black New Haven uh, to be to be in touch with that. You referenced the mental health thing. So it's your social health, it's your mental health, yes. it's your spiritual health, it's your economic health. I get the sense that you're concerned about. Yeah, it's everything just, just empowers us. It's, I feel like, we're, I, I know we had 400 years of slavery and all of that, things that affect you Mentally, it's getting out of that. It's mm-hmm. starting to say, hey, we have these resources now. We can be more than anyone ever imagined. And it's tapping into that idea of this progress. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you look at my logo, it's an arrow. It's just moving forward. Everyone go to Black. Yeah. Where, where should they go to see your logo? www.facebook slash Black NHV. Okay. And it's it's just moving forward. I want mm-hmm. it to keep moving forward and really tap into all the different things we have. And I don't. I want to empower people. Mm-hmm. So I think by showing images of people of success of African Americans in New Haven, it shows like we are doing work. We're influencers. We're we're leading cities. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. leading the housing authority. Mm-hmm. We're we're doing things. I just came from the AKA event this week, and that was a beautiful event mm-hmm. and so powerful. They're raising money, and we. I think also at the foundation, it was important to me to show that African Americans aren't always on the receiving and it's so important mm. to me to show that we don't just receive we are our influencers you should look at us for our opinions you should want to know what we're mm. thinking and mm. what we're about we mm. <laughs> obama mm. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I want people to feel empowered and proud to be African American and proud to be black. And I, I'm excited to move that idea forward. Oh, right. I'm sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> Are we back in the 60s? I mean, no. I, oh, I, I hear Garvey talking from 1920s. <laughs> I, I hear uh, Edward Blyden. I hear Douglas speaking. What is, are we back? I'm no, just, I'm ahead. just blessed to be in so many different rooms uh, all yes. the time, and the mm-hmm. foundation allows me that. The inner city, um, um, freelancing from the inner city allowed me to do be in these different rooms and to see powerful African American images so much. And I don't know, you know, if, if, like again, my younger counterparts mm-hmm. they get to see that. That's my good privilege. Point, good point. Good point. See, that's that's that that that's that's good. Are there any? Should there be a, a publication just designed or, well, you, that's your, your site. Your, your site will be that media site for, for the young yes. folks to kind of begin to get a glimpse of what they, they may not go to Bra- Blavity or they may not go to Grio or they may not go to Vice or, or other, uh, do you have any, what are some of your favorite, uh, black websites? The Root. I love The Root. Um, so, so The Root? Yes. Okay. Sometimes they can get a little, to be a little offensive extra, mm-hmm. but I, I like I like the root. Um, Bla- Blavity's good. Um, I also like, um, it's not actually a black or, um, website but i like um al jazeera they do aj plus yes and there's these little videos i always talk about we are, we do have shorter intention spans mm-hmm. because everything is coming to us fast mm-hmm. i like how they give little bits of powerful inf- ins- uh, information Indeed. and like 30 seconds of less and if i could do that if i could tap into that you'd I, like vice oh i do i do i do yeah. that they're really powerful and H- they're on hbo i believe mm-hmm. Yeah, HBO and and online and and uh, they have, they have a lot of I, video I, segments. Yeah, I love the stories they cover. I think they find interesting topics to cover of things you might not think of. I recently watched something on that, and I, it was this odd new nonprofit, and it's just how they found that story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just like, whoa! And I, I think they actually take the time to really, make, you know, figure out their stories. And what they're going to talk about, and they don't just give in to the fluff, because you know, you know, journalism is it, it's it's in a weird space right now. You have to, tar- you know, pander to your market, and they might want like, fluffy cats and stuff like that. And, uh-huh, uh-huh. But you know, I think they keep it focused. They good, keep it news based, and I appreciate that. Appreciate good. that. You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show, and Ratasha Smith is with us. And Ratasha, you're a founder of. Black and HV. Black and HV. Black and HV. Say, <laughs> I'm so say it loud. Excited. Black and HV. I am. Say it loud. I'm black black and HV. I'm super excited. It's it's new, but I'm I'm like I, I have a journalism background. I've been doing journalism since I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have my middle school article, my first article I wrote, Great. and I, I'm excited about that. That's what I've known. I, that's what I've learned. But it's something about this that moves me. I mm-hmm. remember. I was a barista and just I they had some pizza left from a Yale event mm-hmm. and they're like you want this pizza and I'm like no I'll go give it to the homeless and just mm-hmm. how that makes you feel mm-hmm. there's something that mm-hmm. giving back makes you there feel are, there are a number and I'll we'll be able to access this show in a variety of ways and I'll post that but there are a number of validated psychological tests that do substantiate just what you mentioned that the there are that the brain uh, produces more harmonious kind of relate the cells kind of talk to each other in a more friendly literally in a more friendly and warm you do get a warm feeling I believe it. By, by giving and I believe uh, it. there's been a number of psychological studies that have kind of validated that because sometimes it sounds like a pie pie in the sky or uh, a person that just is, is, is ideologically driven but there's a physiological kind of a benefit to, to what you've just said i i believe it and it, it's it's my responsibility i mean i've i've been on the receiving and again i've taken mm-hmm. now it's time for me to give and mm-hmm. I, I i feel like everyone should kind of feel that way so i i mean i hope i'm inspiring people to 
want to give back. That's what Black and HV is all about, to just inspire that sent that feeling of giving. And I, I, I hope we got a long way to go. <laughs> Let me, uh, if I can, I want to ask this question, Ratasha, and we have not rehearsed this particular question. Not that we've rehearsed anything, but <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we've certainly talked before. Um, older people, folks that have, we hear this term gatekeepers a lot. Is it a reality? And gatekeepers meaning people that are already established, maintaining how often that door might open if they want to open it at all to let people in, particularly young people. Is that a a metaphor? Is it a reality? Is it a sometimes does it erect its ugly head? Um, in philanthropy, I, I don't know yet. I haven't reached out. Um, but I hope anyone who's already set this path would love to mentor me. I'm all about learning hate learning in a classroom but i'm all about learning and learning more i want to be a lifelong learner so i i'm always open to different mentorships and i hope that anyone who's already doing this would reach out i know in terms of politics because i'm a part of um the greater new haven young democrats mm -hmm. that's a issue for our millennials to you know as democrats you know i don't know congress i think the average age is like 65 so sometimes people in your your cohort feel frustrated or blocked yeah. to move ahead in the political realm yeah it's like when we kind of have to wait for our turn <laughs> and i don't i mean you don't have to but uh -huh. you know if you're like if you want to win you're probably you're not someone that's been the incumbent who's been there for years and years, mm -hmm. and years. i don't know how open we are to change mm -hmm. a new millennial mm -hmm. change again with the generation the generalizations against millennials mm -hmm. i don't know if people are ready to welcome in our generation but i think if they do they will find we're we're inspiring mm, we're empowered mm, mm. we want to speak up and it's not for financial gain we actually care about other people and we're open to new ideas and we're open to different kinds of people and i think that's actually we could use a little bit more of that <laughs> you're being diplomatic but a lot a lot more yes a lot yes. more mucho I, more yeah ideals are changing and people are different and i think we embrace people's differences we're mm -hmm. willing to learn about different cultures or open to learning about different cultures. And I think we're starting to scratch the surface mm, on that, especially mm, here in New Haven. Mm. It's amazing. It's so diverse and inclusive and things like that. But, you know, nationally we have mm, lots, mm, obviously mm. lots more work to do. We're, we're, we're somewhat winding down again. This is the Tom Ficklin show. And Ratasha Smith is with us. And Ratasha is the founder of black and HV black and HV. So as any kind of one or two things or, or points or issues or thoughts that come to mind as we kind of, uh, bring this to a close. Yes. Give back mm -hmm. <laughs> again, give back money, time. And I really especially want that for New Haven's black community, but I want that idea to just spread mm -hmm. all around. Mm -hmm. If I could scream it from the mountaintops, well, I, go ahead. There, I there, would there's, there's give East, back East rock, give West back. rock. You could start or, you know, <laughs> I, I hope people feel empowered to give back okay. um, or just help and just care about another. I think we could use a little bit more of that, mm. just caring about our fellow man. Mm -hmm. I know that's hard in this society, but just just care and mm. help and think about people or think about where you came from, who helped you, and be that person that you needed when you needed help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. hoping. Too much, too much of it. <laughs> Spreading positivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you, we need more of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and we were chatting briefly uh, about even this weekend, we had the, some, some, the, the debate at... At, at, here in New Haven, yes, uh, the gubernatorial. I'm not sure. Were there any Republicans? I don't. I I'm not sure about this symposium, but I know they're they're 
Um, yeah, yeah there's, but I didn't see any. I don't think yeah, you participated. Yeah, I think this in was in the focus. Of, uh, I'm, I'm a weird Democrat. I like to hear their perspective. Okay. I tell people I read Fox News as much as I read CNN just to see if they have valid points. Because, you know, sure. we, we're especially in New Haven, we're in this Democratic bubble, mm-hmm. which I appreciate because I'm a Democrat. But it's not the reality of Connecticut, I, I think. I don't know Indeed. how we voted. Or the U.S., obviously, they voted for Trump. And I was very curious to see why. And I, I found, I got to learn that, you know, there's people that feel hopeless in the white community too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes they feel that we have i read this article that just put everything in perspective i forgot the name of it that you know the coal miners and things mm-hmm. like that they're they're struggling too but they feel that we as african-americans get a little bit more attention than they do but they're just as bad off mm-hmm, unfortunately mm-hmm. i mean they don't have like systematic systematic oppression against them or anything like that but they feel a little hopeless too mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. it was good to see or figure out why we have this man as our president good, good 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 and and even this weekend also you had um oh there was a chess tournament we had young people and old people uh edward trimble had a chess tournament fun fundra- a fundraiser i'll definitely yeah. he'll have to re- he'll have to reach out to you chucky brewer at Trin- the third at trinity temple had an event for for younger folks and and uh, Ch- chucky's had some scrapes with the law and he had a young lady speak who's who uh, had a free scholarship to Danbury Prison for a little bit, and she she's been out for a few years. And so she, she spoke from a motivational standpoint, but also from a "this is what I've did, but I'm it, don't you do it." Second chances, second chance kind of thing. And I know there was a, uh, a trying to stop a bullying event at Hill House. There was some event on Saturday also at Hill House, and there was a community development event, kind of a community open house information session at Varick, just just on one little and probably and other amazing. things that took took place on just. One little uh, Saturday, so this is a, a city of opportunity, and, and to have to have another uh, uh, another voice, another another platoon, and the, yes. another army that you're cultivating, because because the, the waging this this war of, of solidarity and, and peace and empowerment is certainly a, a challenging one. Yes, yes, and, and I, I want to connect. That's what my I, as Ratasha Swift, my idea is just to be a connector, mm-hmm. and I, I'm doing that with Black NHV, but also to the events and nonprofits that are already out there. And I want to bring that, mm. bring visibility to good, it. It's good. important, so I'm excited, really excited. Good. So, um, final thoughts. Okay, well, I hope. Yeah, um, I hope people join the um, Black and HV page on Facebook. Um, if you have an event, please inbox me and I will share it. I hope to collaborate with more nonprofits and more people, community organizers that are just doing good work that's moving us forward. I'm excited to celebrate Black Faces and Black Spaces. And on Saturday, we have an event at the New Haven Public Library from noon to three. We'll be collecting socks, scarves, hats, and gloves for the homeless. And it's in partnership with Jesse's Homeless Outreach Program. So I hope you will join us on Saturday. Tremendous. And I did, I did almost indicate I wanted to, wanted that to be the, the last word, but Harry has, has just given me a few more few more minutes, and I and I appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, should, Harry. Should, should I? Can I? Can we reference a community foundation for Garden New Haven? I'll tell you why. Um, today's monday last week you had an event at the lawn at yes the lawn club. we and had just as you were talking I'm, I'm hearing also that that spirit of reconciliation as well as revival as well as consolidation or well, collaboration was kind of coming through with the panel discussion with what will had to say yes yeah, so, so last week we had a convening on wednesday it was called preserving our values and commitments um will really wanted to take a look back at 2017 and you know, see the opportunities and the challenges that we face this year. Um, you want to hear from different nonprofit leaders and see what faith, what and their Will faith, is, Will, is Will, Will Ginsburg, the CEO mm-hmm. and president of the Community Foundation. He really wanted to hear from nonprofit leaders and what they're facing 
And as I got to sit in with some of those conversations beforehand, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of instability. Mm -hmm. No one knows what's about to happen. I know I, this tax bill mm -hmm. just passed through Senate last night. And, you know, we don't, they don't know what they're facing mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to prepare for what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And at the Community Foundation, we're just trying to support our different nonprofits and help where we may. I am so grateful to be a part of the Community Foundation. It's opened my eyes to so many different issues and problems my heart is literally like bleeding mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but 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 didn't, didn't will also refer to if we can give, give share with folks maybe one or two of his points about civic engagement and yes voting etc i think he thinks that right now is the time to get involved um he acknowledges the different challenges we face but it's also i think he wants to empower people to work like mm -hmm. get it done um mm -hmm. We're doing that by recomm recommitting ourselves to the community. Mm -hmm. Again, our logo is community now more than ever. Mm -hmm. And I think he really means that. Um, next work, next next year in 2018, we're really Commu getting it community, moving. Say that again as we wind Community down. now more than ever. Community now more yes. than ever. <laughs> Tremendous. The, Ratasha, thank you so much. And you're the founder of? Black NHV. And thank you, Tom, for having me. I'm thank so you, excited. Thank I'm grateful. You. This, thank this, you. You'll have to come back. Yes, always. Harry, Harry thank you for your tremendous engineering. And thank you, Harry. Maybe we'll bring bring a, uh, Jesse or somebody else that one of your other yes, collaborators. Please, rebel please. rousers. Oh, I support Jesse. Support <laughs> Raymond Wallace. Support <laughs> Dr. Shaka Felder. Support all of these organizations. <laughs> I'm so grateful for all of them. Thanks. <laughs> Avoiding myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment you're stressing, but you're gonna be counting blessings. And I know that for certain. Keep on working, open curtains. Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version. Whoa. I'm never gonna give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up. Yeah. Cause this is my road. Let's camera action, I'm ready to go. I'm never gonna give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up. Now you gon' face the dawn you waited for I said from night to dawn I write my wrongs alone In competition with warnings Ice galore Now I'm running toward them I like to finish being a quitter But little, little by little They joking, telling some riddles Now I'm in my section Ain't willing to give up Know you getting knocked down But you gotta get up I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up